seven of the NFL season with the extra point. I'm Wes with Bobby and Matt. It's also episode 50 for all three of us, guys. 50 episodes. Awesome. Uh, great to have you along for the ride. Bobby, how you doing? Good, man. I'm tired as hell. Didn't sleep good last night. I don't know why. Just didn't. But uh, I'm good now. Good now. Good talking to you, man. Matt, what's up, dude? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, tired, but uh, ready to ready to do this podcast, man. Ready to knock it out. I'm right there with both of you guys, just like you. Just getting home from work myself. Ate a little food, and you know, right into the recording we go at it. How we like to do though. So uh, let's go ahead and jump on in. We have some news to talk about. Uh, AB uh, getting to the end of his uh, what is it, suspension violation period. Uh, week eight, if I'm correct, is the week that he's good to go. Uh, Seattle making some noise potentially about picking him up, added to an already star-studded receiver core with Metcalf and Lockett. Bobby, I got, you, you got family in Seattle. You got a friend working with Seattle. Like, Tell me your thoughts about this because I have a lot to say. I know you've got a lot to say. Yeah, I mean, I want, you know, I, I was you know, when I heard the news, I wanted to reach out to Dick, you know, a good buddy of mine, obviously, that we know about on the show. Um, but there was no point to because, you know, obviously with his profession, he really can't say much about internal, you know, oh, of um, course. why not? So, and I respect that. Um, I don't get it. To be honest with you. Like, I'm not a fan of it. I was uh, like, I think I don't even know why they would even consider the situation or, you know, bringing AB on board right now. I mean, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, who are, you know, I mean, both those guys are like looking like number one receivers for pretty much most of the teams in the NFL. And just the level um, of play that team is playing with Russell Wilson, you know, sitting at 5 and 0. I think a lot of rankings, you know, ESPN and NFL Network, I mean, arguably they're the number one team in the NFL right now. I don't, I don't know why you would even want to bring, like, you got, a, you got a really good thing going on right now. Why would you want to bring in? You know, somebody that's going to, you know, cause controversy. Don't get me wrong. He's a hell of a football player. I still think that he can be valuable to a team. I just don't think that's something that Seattle wants to have in their life right now. They got a good thing going right now. Don't mess it up. If it's not broken, there's no need to fix it. That's my opinion. Stay away from him. I want nothing to do with him. And I'll be honest with you, when he comes back, I mean, I don't think he's even going to be that much of a factor. I don't think it's worth it. Anyway. Yeah, no, okay, so thank you. First of all, I'm glad me and you are on exactly the same page. Uh, dude, this caught me out of left field when I saw this. I It came out of nowhere. I had no expectations of seeing something like this. I don't know why it's necessary. I'm not even concerned about the on-field play. I'm not concerned about his antics. I'm concerned about how he could rub off on a, a young DK Metcalf. And that's all I'm concerned about. I think that having Tyler Lockett, who is the same age as me and Matt, you know, so he's 28. He's the the six-year elder of DK. Uh, he's he's He can be that good mentor on that team. Russell Wilson can be that good mentor on that team. It only takes one bad apple to spoil the bunch. And in this one, it, it it's Antonio Brown, man. And and I like Antonio, I liked Antonio Brown, man. I was a big fan of him. This whole thing was wild. Everything that's gone down with him has been wild and – you know, it's not even on the field or, you know, it's not even NFL related stuff that's going on in his life that he's having problems with. I mean, to entertain that it, with what you have going so incredibly well, you know, and not to say that the team's perfect because they're not. They have some work to do, especially on the defensive side. But wide receivers, the least of your issues right now. I mean, at, at this point, it's just a waste of cap. Uh, why add to that receiving core? It's not something you need to do. Matt, I, go ahead. 
<clears throat> yeah, I would not. Uh, I, I wouldn't touch Antonio Brown with the with the ten foot pole, man. That's a cancer. Uh, I think Bobby said it pretty pretty straightforward. Um, with them, one hundred and ten percent. I I don't need to say anything else. I agree with exactly what Bobby said. I just I just wouldn't want the guy on my team. I don't even think at this point uh, he he is you know what he was. So yeah, just no point. I mean, you got to think about this right now, though. Like, Earl Thomas, a guy that was active in the league last year, Antonio Brown wasn't, and people are, are shying away from Earl Thomas. And a lot of teams can use him. Like, Dallas, we, I would love to have him. But, Does it make know. sense with the, with the Falcons' injuries at safety? It makes absolutely no sense. I'm very surprised we didn't, especially happen when Dan Quinn was still around. Very surprised we didn't uh, poke around at that. But I, maybe maybe there is something underlying in that situation there. I'm telling you, teams don't want to take on those headaches right now. Like, I wanted Dallas. Dallas needs our Earl Thomas so much, but at the end of the day, is it really worth it? That's the same reason, you know, like, is it really worth getting Antonio Brown? Yes, he's a playmaker. He'd be a great second or third receiver right now, you know, for a team. But is it really worth the headache? It's really not. Right. It's it's not. And I think all three of us can agree with it at this point. It's just completely outlandish. I, I, I mean, if he isn't going to work in New England, he's not going to work anywhere. I mean, come on. Like, He's, he, it's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. I would, right. If, I mean, think of the two coaches he was under, you know, or three coaches actually. You know, let's give Mike Tomlin his credit. You know, he's an amazing coach. He is definitely, in my opinion, at the point where he will be considered a Hall of Famer at the end of his career. Um, you got uh, Bill Belichick. You got uh, John Gruden. All three of these coaches are highly respected coaches in the league. And if those three guys can't make it work, who's? <laughs> I mean, I got respect for Pete Carroll. Don't get me wrong, but. It's it's something you don't want to be associated with, you know. Right now, you just can't. I mean, yeah, I think that's just taking on way too much. You know, it's one thing if your team is sitting at 500 or whatnot, but when you're five and zero, like top of the league right now, man, you don't want to bring anything in right now to change up that mojo that you got going on right now. I don't think it's worth it. No, agreed, agreed, Matt. I got to talk to you about this one before we roll in the picks. Uh, you know, I kind of brought it up a little bit to you pre-show, but in all honesty, we really haven't talked about it at all today. Um, Roddy White advises Trevor Lawrence to return to Clemson if he gets the number one pick, or if they get the number one pick, excuse me. So Roddy White's saying basically do not associate yourself with that organization in any way. You know, he refers to looking at the quarterbacks, Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Christian Hackenberg, Sam Darnold. Um, and he, he, he advises him to go back to school. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, it's uh, funny. Yeah, when you mentioned that, I, I actually didn't hear that or see that statement, and uh, caught me off guard a little bit. But at the same time, I agree. I, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, why? Who? Who the hell wants to be on the Jets right now? That team is from top to bottom. I mean, in the office, uh, on the field, just the whole entire thing. The whole operations is is a complete shit show. There's no other way around it. And, yeah, I wouldn't want to be drafted. That's worse than, you know, Joe Joe Burrow going to the Bengals or, you know, Baker Mayfield on the Browns or any of that. Like, that team is is a complete disaster, and I would want nothing to do with it. So let me ask you this question in a completely different I'm, – I'm, it's the same exact question, but it's different. Uh, Gase, uh, front office, all gone. And – you know, there's there's really nobody at that at that coaching helm yet. Are you if you're Trevor Lawrence, are you gonna do it then? Um, 
I still just well, yeah I know yeah I would I would do yeah yeah I would not want to be on that Jets team no, no matter what yeah exactly it's new coaching new all that it doesn't matter everybody on on that team is is trash. Uh, Bobby, they, Bobby, let's let's hear. Um, goodness. Yeah, uh, man, I totally disagree, man. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know how you can sit and hold out. I mean, obviously, you know the Jets are who the Jets are right now. When you're the number one pick in the draft, I mean, I'm dating back to I remember when Eli Manning was drafted by uh, the Chargers and refused to go there, and then they traded him to the Giants and whatnot. Obviously, you know, if you don't want to be at a team, I don't know why a team would want you in the first place or not, but I don't think it's worth just sitting out a season, to be honest with you, because number one, yes, you do have those insurance policies, but why risk, you know, when you're well, the number one pick in the draft and like, I mean, risk an injury or whatnot, that could be a career and injury. It is football. It can happen. Yes, um, yes, be thankful that you be thankful that you're the number one pick in the draft, you know, be thankful that somebody wants you or whatnot take on that challenge that you want to change over a franchise and all that. Cause that's, that could, that's what makes you great right there. And Hey, I, I, I get that. I'm all for taking on a challenge. I am all for that, but unless Joe Burrow could have, Joe Burrow could have done that last year. Everybody was saying the same thing about Cincinnati last year. We'll see. It, that it, that, that's where I, I probably would go in a different direction though. And you know, Zach Taylor, if, if I'm Joe Burrow, I see a young head coach and, and, and a new staff, with an all-star wide receiver at the time, we, you know, of, of course assumed that AJ Green and him would be a hit, which unfortunately they haven't been, but he's found other guys. I I would be excited to go to that franchise. If I'm going to the, uh, if I'm going to the Jets, you know, I have, what do I have? I have Crowder and I have Frank Gore, who's hanging on, you know, like he might, he's probably not even going to be there that next season, you know? Yeah, so I, I think it's more of a personnel issue right now that a lot of people are looking at because mm-hmm. I think all of us can kind of agree that that whole staff is going to be wiped out. It, 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 um, it's, I'm in shock and all they haven't been yet. I'm in shock and all that after all these games they have not been yet. Getting shut out last week would have been the final there, straw there, for me. There, there's no way that this team right now sitting at 0 and whatever and possibly, you know, go 0 for or maybe have a game, or, you know, win a game or two or whatnot, that that whole staff is pretty much guaranteed to be wiped out. So, um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense, you know, like yeah, the Jets suck and a lot of people don't want to play for them or whatnot, but that's going to be a rebuilt program and he could be something to start, you know, something great for them depending on the road that they go, but you got to figure he's not going to be drafted when he, if, if he gets drafted by them, it's not going to be with that staff. This is very true, and and that's where I would I would accept that challenge. So I, I can I can definitely see what you're saying in that regard. All right, let's uh let's jump into picks, guys. So one one word of note: Week seven teams that are on a bye week. We have the Vikings, the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Colts all on bye weeks. So none of those teams obviously will be talked about tonight. Bobby, you are fifty six thirty four and one. Matt fifty seven thirty three and one. I'm sixty thirty and one. Bobby, me and you are four and two in our locks. And Matt, you are undefeated six and zero oh in your locks. So I'm, I'm excited to see who you have tonight for your locks, man. Uh, but let's get started. Let's roll. Uh, Giants at Eagles. We've got the Giants facing Philadelphia in Philadelphia, a twenty Thursday night, October twenty second. Bobby, I'm going to start with you on this one. Give us the spread, and uh, let's hear. Philly's at home, fair by seven. Um, you know, uh, Giants, you know, came off, uh, 
you know, um, two weeks ago they played the, the Cowboys, obviously, where um, Prescott got hurt. Close game. They jumped out on us early. I see them improving a lot. Um, Philly is struggling right now. Philly's favored by seven at home. This is a really close game. I'll tell you what, like I was telling Wes before we even started this podcast, there's a lot of really good matchups this week, though. Um, it's going to be a really good game, man. I'm honest with you, man. Like everybody's talking about the NFC East is the worst uh, division in football right now. And it is obviously by record wise. But, but I think they're going to compete, though. I think it's going to be an entertaining game. I got actually got Philly winning this game in a very close one, 2018. Matt, what you got, man? You got, you got yeah, it. I'm right there, right there with Bobby. Uh, I got, I got the, I got the Eagles winning 21 to 18. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, both teams are have been struggling this year. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a divisional game. It's just going to be an ugly, tight fought game. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right with you guys. Obviously, I mean, the fact that. Miles Sanders is out kind of sucks because that's just another name in the pile for a, a completely destroyed offensive side of the Philadelphia. I mean, I've never seen so many injuries. Them in Dallas, dude, they've been decimated. Um, I, I had Philly taking this one 24 to 8, or I'm sorry, 24 17 prior to hearing Miles Sanders is, was out. So now that he's out, it's uh, 20 to 20 to 21. I have. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles winning 2021. Really close game, man. We're like, close on that. We're close on that. With scores on that. I like that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one of those games where you really, you know, Philly. You want to say is the better team, but with how beat up they are, you just can't really jump. You never know. You know. You, you know. You see the Giants get it done last week, so who's to say they can't get it done this week? You know. So we'll see what happens with that one. Let's move into the Sunday games. Pittsburgh at Titans, 5-0 versus 5-0. It's in Tennessee. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread. And Matt, start us off. So spread of the week right here. Um, last week we had Cleveland-Pittsburgh was the game of the week. According to the spreads, this is the game of the week. Tennessee's at home against Pitt. Fair by one. Yeah, I have uh, the Titans winning a close game here. It's going to be, I think, a tough battle uh, in the trenches on both sides of the ball. But Tennessee's going to get it done with Derrick Henry. I got Titans winning 27-26. to 26. Okay. All right, yeah, no, I got Pittsburgh winning this one. I think Pittsburgh is going to continue to dominate and pull away a little bit more in that uh, AFC North. Well, I guess not pull away, hang hang with, uh, with Baltimore, really, in that AFC North. Uh, I have Pittsburgh winning it behind Connor and, uh, you know, some more trickery or, and more stuff. We're going to see a lot more of Claypool getting in this game. And I think Ebron has a good game. Finally, uh, he's kind of been silent the last few ones. So I, I see him getting involved a little bit more in this one, but I have Pittsburgh winning it with that number one, uh, defense 22, 24 Bobby. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of with you West on this. Obviously, you know, Pittsburgh had a huge loss last week. Um, uh, with the injury with um, what's his name linebacker Bush Devin Bush yeah that's a big Devin hit his, you know, that's a big hit right there um, I'm liking this Pittsburgh team a lot right now I think Big Ben's having a little late surge in his career he's going to do um, have a one one or two more great seasons before he retires um, even with um, Tennessee being favored in this game. I, I I got I got pit on the upset. I got pit one in this game. A really good game. Twenty to seventeen. 
All right, yeah, so two pit, one Tennessee. I could, I sat there and stared at this game for a minute. It was actually, I had to skip, skip this game and come back to it because it, it's one of those games where I could definitely see it going either way. You know, one real good run by Henry could break that game wide open, so that defense is going to have to be stout. And Tannehill has proven this season that he has been no slouch, but he's facing the number one defense. I want to see what he does this week because and, and, it's going to take more than Derrick Henry to win this game. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. Yep. Uh, Dallas, Washington facing off in D.C. Bobby, uh, give us the spread, and then I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, so, yeah, uh, Dallas is favored by three and a half points. Yeah, and uh, for a good reason. I do think they get it done this week, and they kind of stabilize a little bit. Last week was kind of a kick in the mouth, and I, I don't think they were ready for Arizona to come out and play like they did on the defensive side. Bobby Budabaker was massive in that game, and, and, and he was – Go ahead. Player of the week. Yep, he was the yep player of the week. Uh, so I think you know Dallas. Uh, I think they get it done in this one. I think that the Red Rifle starts uh to show a little more impressiveness, and Zeke doesn't fumble the ball this week. I might make that my bold prediction, but we'll see. Uh, Zeke. I don't think Zeke will fumble this week. I think he'll be good to go. Give me Dallas in this one, 35 to 28. <clears throat> um, yeah, I have Dallas coming in real strong and actually destroying the Redskins 31 <laughs> 13. Wow. I want to see it so bad. And I Talk think it could me, actually man. happen. I think it could actually happen. That defense is playing so bad. Landon Collins is getting shot on every week. It, it's, it's bad, man. It's bad up here. And <laughs> what are they saying up there? It's it, it's the same old man. It says it doesn't it doesn't matter that you can change the freaking name, you can change the coach. It doesn't matter. You can change the quarterback. It doesn't matter. It's still Dan Snyder has his hand on everything. Everybody still says that it's the same old, same old. Um, I, I just see Dallas coming in here and and picking up after that last game and and just handed it to, to the Washington football team. <laughs> All right, Bobby, man. What you, I got a close one for Dallas. He's got a blowout going on in D.C. What do you got? I got a close one, man. Uh, I think, you know, I mean, Andy Dalton, you know, another week of reps with the first team in practice. I think we're going to see definitely him, you know, be more improved as far as reading defenses and film room study and all that. Um, I mean, it's a rivalry game. Dallas and the Redskins, it doesn't matter. I mean, dating back to when we were winning the Super Bowls and the Redskins were as low as they could go, they were they always still battle. So, I mean, we've blown each other out before. Uh, actually, we've blown that out. They never blow us out. Uh, us out. Let me reiterate that statement. Um, I, th- I think, I think, I think, <laughs> though, like, we'll put that on the website, <laughs> by the way. Uh, yeah i mean i mean this one this one means more than anything for me right here man yeah absolutely uh, you know it's a it's a it's the the washington football club i'm still gonna call them the skins i don't care skins versus cowboys it's dallas week baby that's what i keep hearing up here it's dallas week get out of here it hasn't been freaking 30 fucking years get out of here oh it's so ridiculous these people up here are, are insane these yeah washington redskins fans get out of here man y'all are ridiculous you clown shoes they are man they really are um i mean big ups to zeke though i mean he took the loss you know i don't know if you guys saw the interview though he said i yeah. take this on me 
Because going, going into the game, though, he said that I'm not going to fumble this and that and what he does twice in the quarter. The quarter. <laughs> yeah, he does. He did. He, that was, uh, I went off about he, that with you. Yeah. Um, take those fucking sleeves off, bro, and um, just man the fuck up, you know. I think that um, I'll come back, you know, uh, you're going to see more, more improvement with him. Uh, it's going to be a very, very close game. Um, I, I just don't think the Skins' offense, even though with our defense being as bad as it is right now, I, I still think we speak this one out. I got Dallas to win this one 23-20. Close game. Close one for the Cowboys, for me and Bobby. And uh, Matt's got a blowout going on in D.C., so we'll see what happens. And, man, I, I feel like we kind of did a mini grinding Matt's gears segment there because – Washington just can't escape his his wrath. It's not gonna happen. He's not gonna let it happen. Um, no, I get out of here. Going to the, if you want to call it, Battle of New York. You have the Bills versus the Jets. Uh, two teams that couldn't be more opposite. And this Bills team is is you know they they've slipped a little bit, but they've played some impressive teams that they've lost to. So we we knew they weren't there yet, but they're. Still, if not in the top, but secondary echelon of teams, in my opinion, at least, playing this Jets team that is just is what it is. And and if I can phrase Matt for a minute, the Jets are that guy of of the NFL right now. He's just a guy. The Jets are just a guy. So uh, give me the Bills in this one. A blowout. You see a lot of Josh Allen looking a lot better. I'm gonna go say it. I'm gonna say it. Thirty-five nothing. Buffalo. Yep, Buffalo is favored by ten and a half in this game too. By the way, go ahead and yeah, thank you, Bobby. Go ahead and pick up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go ahead and talk about this one because this is part of book it with Bobby. So go ahead, Matt. All right, there we go. There it is. Yeah, I got Buffalo winning 35-14. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't have them winning 35-0 there. I think, I think the Jets somehow, you know, Joe Flacco might get something going there. You know, who who knows? Maybe a couple gimmies there at the end. Uh, yeah, now Buffalo, I mean, come on. Yeah, th- like you said, two complete opposite teams. I don't even need to say anything else about the, that trash can over there. There you go. There you go. Not even <laughs> not even Matt wants anything to do with the Jets. Uh, let's see here. We got after that the Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and you can lead it off. Yeah, so Carolina's um... – Obviously, going, you know, like you said, going to New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by seven. Um, another decent game right here. I think New Orleans is going to get back on track right here, even though there's not a lot of fans that are playing at home. I'm really liking what, you know, I'm, I'm hearing that Davis went from, um, uh, he's questionable, the running back for Carroll. So I'm not sure how that's going to bode off well. But I think New Orleans gets on track again in this game. I think they win convincingly. Um, it's going to be closer than what I'm predicting. I'm predicting 30 to 20, but I think Carolina gets a late touchdown. I just don't see Carolina really competing against them right now until McCaffrey gets back, if that ever happens. But uh, like I said, I got New Orleans 30 to 20. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Uh, you got the Saints who somehow – I think it has a lot more to do with the bye week than anything in my eyes, but – New Orleans with the uh, 24th ranked offense. Um, that's eye-opening to me. Uh, I feel like that has to be because the buys haven't evened out, and I don't think Carolina's been on a buy because they're the ranked number six ranked offense in the league right now. And they've got the sixth ranked passing and the 11th ranked rushing. 
I mean, I'm not hating on Carolina because they've they've gotten their act together. But I have the Saints in this one. You got Thomas, who's 100% fresh now. You got Kamara. I mean, as long as Breeze is he back though? Is, is he back though? Yeah, I mean, like, he would have been back last week, but they had the whole incident uh, pre, you know, the few days before. So that's. Are they going to play this week though? Because like I have him in our fantasy league, and like they don't even have him with any projections or whatnot. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I, he's supposed to be back this week. He's not on any injury list, so he's. I think he's good to go. So I would go as far as going with that knowledge that he is starting, and you have injuries going on in Carolina. I'm taking New Orleans in this one. Uh, they do get the offense kind of rolling again. Nothing crazy. Twenty-eight to twenty-four, New Orleans. Matt. Uh, I'm I'm yeah right there with Bobby. Uh, my score was 30 to 17 New Orleans. I just think that they're, yeah, I mean, especially if Michael Thomas, if they're going to let him play, which I'm assuming they are, uh, coming off that, you know, him, him, you know, them benching him for that game. Right. Yeah. New Orleans is just too much right now. Carolina is, uh, still surprisingly, you know, what are they three and three right now? I mean, I think that's way, way better of a record than I had, had them pegged at the beginning of the year. So. Um, but not nah, at this time of the year, New Orleans is, is going to be all over it. There you go. New Orleans sweep on that one. Green Bay at Houston, another one of our 1 o'clock games. Houston Texans 1-5, and, and Green Bay is 4-1, and one, coming off that beatdown in Tampa. Man, uh, Bobby, give us a spread, and Matt, does Aaron Rodgers turn it around and get it going again, or can Houston rob Green Bay of a game? Green, uh, Green Bay on the road to Houston, favored by, Green Bay is favored by three and a half. Yo, man, I got Houston winning this game thirty-one to thirty. Tell me why I felt that. I yes, I knew you were gonna do that. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I just think I mean it's gonna be a really close game. It could go either way. It really could. I mean, I could easily see yeah, Green Bay winning this game. It's gonna be a shootout. Uh, I just think Deshaun Watson's gonna be too much for that Green Bay defense. It's gonna be some uh, I don't think they've quite seen yet this year. And somehow Deshaun Watson, man, is, is passer rating still like a hundred. It's over a hundred. He's like a hundred and seven right now. Uh, he's got like thirteen touchdowns. The five. I mean, the dude's putting up, you know, elite numbers with out his 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 former number one and not any guy to replace him. So, in it, yeah, it, it's crazy what he's doing over there. But it's gonna be a great game. That's gonna be a really good game. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I think it's going to be an excellent game. And to answer your answer your, your comment, really, but to reply to your comment, I guess, uh, Sean Watson has the Texans with the third highest passing game in the league. Their offense is ranked 10th, but because their rushing game is 30th. And that David Johnson deal just didn't pan out. It just didn't work. Sorry. Nothing personal, David Johnson, but it does not work. It's not working out. Uh, defense is ranked 31st in the league, that J.J. Watt defense. And, but you know what? The one thing about this game that's really going to be telling is how that uh, offensive line reacts to not having David Bakhtiari up on that front anymore. They're not going to have him. That's a fact. That's Aaron Rodgers' guy, man. That is his main man. Um, and if they let Watt and Merciless start coming through, it's going to be a long day for Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers was definitely – shook in that Tampa game. I mean, watching him go back and forth with Sue was really interesting. Uh, so I agree with you. This is going to be an extremely close game. I do have Green Bay winning it in this one, though. 
I got to go with Green Bay. It's going to be a surprisingly low-scoring game, in my opinion. I think Green Bay's defense gets kind of gets it going again. And uh, I, I, I think Houston's offense kind of pushes them really hard because I think it's Deshaun Watson, man. He's going to do what he's going to do. Uh, give me Green Bay in this one, 21-17. Bobby. Wes, we're kind of on board on that. Um, Bakhtari, you know, being out, I mean, one of the premier offensive linemen, that's definitely going to hurt. Um, I see Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a total competitor off, off that jobbing that they took by Tampa Bay this week. I, I definitely see them having a rebound game, uh, even though, you know, they're at the road in Houston, which there will be fans, obviously, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Devontae Adams and um, – and I like Devontae Adams having a big day. I mean, him and um, I think Allen's Green Bay is going to take this game. Yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams is, you know, starting to get healthy right now. I think, you know, with him there in the, in the slot, he's going to be uh, a big thing. I think they're going to win 28 to 20. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are getting ready to queue up again a little bit. I think they're going to have a rebound after that loss. I'm a fan of them. I am too, man, and I have them as one of my NFC favorites. So to see them slip like they did last week was was shocking, to say the least. Uh, Cleveland taking on Cincinnati. Uh, you got the four and two Browns uh, who got bumped by the, the their big brother Steelers, and then you have the Cincinnati Bengals who are one four and one coming off an L versus the Colts after the Colts came flying back in the second quarter. Uh, Bobby, I'm gonna go ahead and start this one, but give me the spread. Uh, Cleveland's on the road at Cincy, favored by four and a half. So, I have Cleveland winning this game. Um, I have them winning in this game 27-20. Uh, I think Burrow has a good start to the game. Uh, but I think Cleveland does get it done. But let me tell you, if Cleveland does not win this game, this will be the linchpin in their entire season, I, in my eyes. They will fall apart after this if they do not win this game and this game right here because I think they're in rough territory right now. I think they'll be fine um, in a game that they really should win. But if they somehow manage not to win this game, they fall to 4-3. and three. You've obviously fallen behind the two powerhouses of the division, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Um the emotions are going to start going in this locker room, and it's just going to happen in my opinion. And I, I'll be curious to see how their coach responds to it and how he manages to work through the rest of the season because I think it, it, I think this is the game that could really ruin everything for them, and it's just a, a game they should win. And, and that's, what they, that's what it comes down to. They need to win this game and not be living off last week's throttling. That's just my eyes, but give me the, uh, give me the Browns 27-20. Bobby. I'm there with that. Um, after that throttle that happened last week, uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he's going to, I mean, they, I know he got benched in the third quarter. I don't know if it was benched. I think the game, the game was just, you know, kind of like out of line and they wanted to give, you know, opportunities. Um, I'm liking Burrow, you know, I mean, he had a really decent game last week. I see improvement by him, but I do see Cleveland making a rebound this week. Um, Another rivalry game, you know, um, in the state game. I got Cleveland actually won this game, covering the spread too, 26 to 16. Yeah. I see Odell Beckham, you know, who's been out with his little illness and known himself the last week or two. I think he's going to have a big game. I think Jarvis Landers is going to have a big game too. Matt. 
Um, yeah, Wes, I agree with you 100%. I think this is like a make-or-break game for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, if, if they really if they lose to this Bengals team, it's, it's yeah, uh, the wheels are just going to come off. I can already see it coming. Uh, it's a must-win. Um, I have them winning a close one, 23-20. It's going to be hard fought, maybe come down to a field goal, but it, it's got to be a win for Cleveland. It has to be it, like, I, and I, I, we we usually see really similar on things like this, and and in particular this, we both, all three of us, really last season said that this team wasn't going to work last season, and they didn't. And coming into this season, I I I have a little more hope because of the coaching staff that's coming in, but I, these are the games that if you don't win, they can just ruin your locker room, and they can just, I mean, for lack of another word, just shit on your season. I mean, it, it is what it is. You and know. You know and Cleveland's got the talent, though, you know? They, like yes, Garrett, absolutely. They're playing at a really high level of football right now after his suspension last year. And, you know, Cleveland just, you know, they, they, they're they one of those teams that are they're sitting there. They, they're they like, they tease you, they tease you, they tease you. Like, okay, are they there? And then they, boom, they shit the bed. And then, like, now is a big game. Like you say, we say, this is a big game for them. All yep. right, can you rebound? Can you get it done? Can you get it done? Prove to me you can get it done in the games you should. Detroit two and three coming off a thumping of Jacksonville, uh, facing the Atlanta Falcons at one and five on the season. They are meeting in Atlanta. Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread and uh, go ahead and start us off. Yeah, can I start off with this one right here? Yeah, it's all yours. Yeah, yeah. So this is the uh, this is pretty much well. There's this is the second tightest game of the week spread wise. Um, Atlanta's at home favored by one and a half. Uh, really good, uh, really good game last week. Obviously, they uh, got the monkey off their back with a very good performance. Uh, I like Detroit. I've told you guys I like Detroit a lot. I think they're a team that's you know a very difficult to, team to play. Matt Stafford's always going to keep them in the game. They play decent defense or whatnot. I just see Atlanta, um, Matt. I see them going on a roll right now, man. I'll go as far as saying I think they can win the next three or four games. Um, I think it's going to be extremely close. Um, obviously, Cal- Calvin Ridley, Julio, uh, Matt Ryan, um, you know, all these rumors circling around Julio getting traded, Matt getting traded. I don't believe any of that. I want to know what Matt says, but I got Atlanta win this game 27-24. Yeah. No, uh, I, I like where you're going with that, Bobby, man. And, and Julio, Julio, Julio is going to get the ball again this week. I can't wait to see it because they're gonna. They found their 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 winning formula on this team, and I think now that they have that, they can. I, I think they can beat this secondary no problem. And I like Detroit. They smashed my team. I'm not happy with them, but you know Detroit. I like them as a team. Um, they'll keep it close. They'll keep it close the entire game. And Bobby, I didn't catch your score, but I'm I'm I got a close one. It's uh I got it. Where, where is it? Thirty-one to twenty-seven. Yeah, Atlanta. I had, I had I had it 27-24. There you go. There you go. All right, Matt. Let's hear it. Yeah, so uh, uh, I'm with Bobby. I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, uh, the last few games, are, I feel like, have been really close uh, against Matt, you know, with Matt Safford and Matt Ryan as quarterbacks. And Yep, the last meetup, 20-17 Atlanta. So close the game. 
Yeah, and there's, there's been a few others where it's come down to last plays, and I think uh, Bobby was right where that uh, Detroit's a, a pretty solid two and three team. I think they're going to come out on top 31 to 30. It's going to be real close. Could possibly go either way, but I have uh, actually have Detroit pulling, pulling up this one out on top. Detroit pulling it out in the late late game I mean, effort. I'll be honest with you guys right here, man. I actually put a little star next to it on my notebook, man. This is going to be a I think we're going to see some really good football in this game. It's going to be a good game to watch. That I agree with 100%, and I think all three of us can agree on that one. Moving into the 405 game, the only 405 game, this is going to be my one to watch. Seattle versus Arizona. 5-0 and versus 4-2. and um, Two of your top teams in the NFC West, and what is a loaded NFC West. Uh, statistically speaking, Arizona has the advantage in this game, but we all know that Russell Wilson's on the other side. So, Bobby, go ahead and give us the spread, and Matt, yeah, start right. us out. I think, yeah, you should. You want? I think you should start this one out yeah. right now. I think we have a little vibe about this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait to watch this game, fellas. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. I can't either. Um. Yeah. Seattle at Arizona. So Seattle's uh, on the road, favored by two and a half. Seattle on the road, favored by two and a half. That's that's pretty damn good spread. Uh, essentially a pick 'em. Uh, man, this is uh, this is gonna be a fun game to watch. I'm excited about this. I think that Buda Baker definitely stood out last week. As much as I'm, I kid around with Bobby, he definitely showed up last week and showed why he's being paid what he's being paid. That man played. He balled out. Against the Dallas team. He plays different football, man. He he was awesome, man, no doubt. Uh, That Arizona offensive side is is coming together really well. They're introducing Chase Edmonds a little bit more with Kenyon Drake, kind of doing a running back by committee a little bit. Not that much, but both of them are getting touches now, so it it gives you more to do, more more opportunities to expand the playbook. Then you look at Seattle, and and, I mean – you got DK Metcalf and Lockett, a decent run team, a run game. But at the end of the day, it's what Russell Wilson's going to do for you. And uh, with a 26th ranked defense and a, and a secondary that's really hurting, I went back and forth on this one. But the only reason I have, I have Seattle winning this one, guys. I have Seattle winning this one purely because of uh, Russell Wilson. 28-27 late game heroics get him in the range to win it with a Myers field goal. Uh, Matt, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, I think it's this one's gonna be uh, pretty close, but at the same time, Russell Wilson's gonna he's gonna have control of the game the entire time. I, I have Seattle winning 26-20, uh, and, and again, yeah, I just see Seattle really controlling it pretty much most of the time. Arizona not really having a chance, maybe until late, um, and, and and Seattle's defense gets gets that stop. All right, Bobby. You said you were feeling this game. Let's hear it. In my Lee Corso voice, not so fast, my friends. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, nope. I'm uh, I'm on the opposite side of you guys. Oh, right here. Uh, he did it. Yeah. Yeah, I got Arizona win this game right here, man. Um, I I mean, Chris and Kurt. I mean, I, I like this kid a lot, man. Um. Uh, you know, with him, you know, Larry Fitzgerald and his nasty old uh, helmet, that uh, face mask yeah. that, he, that we talked about. Yep, yep. And D-Hop and, um, I mean, Kyler Murray, man. I mean, this kid is really impressive. Like, I don't, just not to go off topic, but do you know that he is 43-0 and in all football games in his life 
playing in the state of Texas, dating from youth league to high school to college. And I did hear about that. Yeah, it's insane. I heard yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, I'm, last week. I, I really think this kid's a superstar. Obviously, you know, to me, my MVP is right now, currently, obviously, is Russell Wilson, and I totally love that team. Um, Bruder Baker, obviously, um, my dude. You know, I, I'm as far as to say that. You know, he's uh, he's an all-pro player, obviously, Byron Murphy in that defense. Um, it's going to be a hell of a football game. I think that um, Seattle is going to be uh, tested. I think they're going to get their first loss in this game. So I got Arizona winning this game, um, 24-21 Arizona. I like that. I like that. Shoot your shot, Bob, because I could have gone either way on this one, and I won't be surprised. But it will be a huge statement by Arizona if they can pull it off. Oh, the deciding watch with a lot of young athletes out there, you know, I mean, both sides of the field, man, you know, there's not a lot of veteran, you know, you got Russell Wilson, you know, um, Murray and a lot of young cats out there playing ball. And then obviously you got Fitzgerald, but it's going to be a fun game to watch. Can't wait. Yep. Can't wait, but I got to see better. If I want to pick Kyler Murray going forward, I got to see better than nine for 24. I just have to, uh, but yep. that team is nasty. There is no doubt about it. Jacksonville heading to LA to take on the chargers. Bobby, go ahead and start this one with the spread, and then after that, Matt, and I'll finish it up. Chargers are favored by seven and a half. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville, man. Um, had a couple couple really good games early there in the season, and then just I don't know what's happened here. It's You know, everything's really falling off the wagon, and – don't know what the hell is going on. Looks like there's possibly a GM and and coaching change. Um, I think the Chargers are, are, are uh, they're going to come out and and win this game pretty handedly, 34 to 20. All right, Bobby. So Wes, as much as I love my Jag, well your Jags, my inherited team. Um, I don't really have much to say about this right now, man. You guys are – hopefully you're not fighting for Lawrence. I don't know where you guys want to go with that whole situation. You guys are going to fight. You guys always fight at times. I got charges winning 16-13. That's all I can say about this game. Man, you know, this team is just killing me right now. I mean, they are killing me uh, with their just there's, – there's nothing to be excited about right now on this team at all. Um to be honest, uh, I'm more towards Matt as far as my pick. Uh, I mean, Minshew's completely inaccurate on most of his throws. The offensive line is is probably one of the better pieces of this team right now, but they're not functioning on full cylinders. Um, you got the receiver core <clears throat> who are hit and miss with catches and drops this season as well. The defense is getting completely wrecked. Uh, and that's if we have the healthy players in. We have the 30th-ranked defense. Actually, the 8th-ranked passing game, believe it or not. Um, but that's a lot of garbage time if we're being real about it. So I got the Chargers kind of winning this one. I got Herbert going out there and getting it done. Uh, the run game's going to be – doesn't matter who's back there. They'll tear it up, man. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're going to have a good running game against us. I have the Chargers winning this one 35-13. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. 
Yeah, bro. I got more respect for your team right now, man. I, I have them battling, baby. Hey, man. I got I got high expectations for this team, but this there's there's one more key piece to this. We actually I go into our bye week after this week, and I think this is gonna be the nail in the coffin. I hope uh, to that that regi- the regime that is Caldwell and Marone, and I I like Marone as a head coach, but. Uh, the inability to produce anything right now, and I understand you don't have the best roster sitting in front of you, but you you're defending a, a defensive coordinator who, if he may, I don't know if he's the nicest guy in the world. I don't know really a whole lot about him besides how he coaches, and how, I can tell you how he coaches. He coaches like a team that he doesn't have anymore. He he consistently keeps his uh they were they were in goal line, and he's got his uh, his guys playing cushions and edge. I I was not a fan. I'm not a fan of his scheme right now. It's not a right fit for this organization. Uh, I'm sure he'll go somewhere else and be very successful, like Gus Bradley's doing right now with the Chargers, you know, on the defensive side. But uh, I think this will be it. Going into the bye week, they will fire Marone and probably will release Caldwell as well. And uh, hopefully we'll be looking towards getting something else. I don't – I mean, at this point, anything's possible, Bobby. We could be fighting for Trevor Lawrence and keep Minshew as a backup. I mean, the dude still is on his rookie contract and, you know – I have no idea, bro. I, this team is going to get throttled, though. It's going to be a bad day in L.A. for Jacksonville. San Francisco at New England. The uh, 49ers getting a big win versus the Rams division opponent in a game that they really weren't counted in from the get-go due to injuries, of course. Uh, and then you also have the Patriots losing to the uh, Denver McManuses last week. And, uh, Bobby, I'll go ahead and let you get the spread on this one, and I'll start it off. I'm sorry, what game are we talking about, San Francisco, guys? New England. New England is at home, favored by five in this game. This game, another, was, another game, yeah, this was another interesting one to me. First of all, you obviously have the trip from San Francisco to New England. You're changing weather because uh, we are getting into October now. We're pretty deep in, so it is getting a little cooler over there. Uh, and it, it's it's Foxborough, man. You know, I know that not having Brady there changes a lot of it, and. In my eyes, I think that San Francisco goes in there and steals one, man. I think that this team's been knocked back, and I, I want to see how they respond to this. And, and I want to see if New England can you know come back from this. But I think uh, San Francisco steals one, man. Something's going to happen in this game for New England, whether it be turnovers, um, bad penalties. Something's going to happen to knock this team off its axis. And, and San Francisco steals one in this one, 24-21. Matt. Actually, I have uh, New England coming out on top 24 to 19. Uh, I think uh, New England coming off that really bad outing last week against the Broncos, they're really going to want to come out. and They're going to have time to practice. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Cam said it, you know, he hasn't been on the field and yeah, it was like two and a half, three weeks. So yeah, having a little bit of practice time and getting, getting that rhythm back. And yeah, they're definitely, I think, going to show way better and way more of what they are this week against a good San Francisco 49ers team. It's going to be a tough loss for them, but yeah, New England, I think is going to come out on top. All right, Bobby, break the tie, man. What you yeah, got? Yeah. I, I'm kind of there with Matt right here. You know, San Fran, obviously, you know, two weeks ago coming off that loss, I think it was what was Miami when Miami dropped them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they had a solid win last week, New England's, um, uh, Cam's, you know, getting back off his little, you know, COVID-19 thing going on right now. Um, I see New England at home. Uh, fans are not. I mean, they're going to recover. You know, Bill Belichick obviously is, you know, a mastermind of the game right now. You don't really see him lose, you know, many games in a row or whatnot. Um, I got this one. Close game. 
but I got New England 28-21. All right. Also, this is a sneaky good game, man. Belichick versus Shanahan. Garoppolo, who Belichick wanted, versus Newton, the guy who he got. Um, and, and Cam's been pretty good for him this season, but he's got to step it up to another level, So especially in the passing department. We'll see what he does. Kansas City at Denver, our last 425 game. Kansas City uh, sitting there, you know, doing their thing at 5-1. and one. Denver getting a surprising win, going to 2-3, and three, kind of staying alive. Uh, Bobby goes to spread and lead us off. So Kansas City's uh, on the road, favored by 10. I really don't see this game being that close. Uh, I mean, Denver, I just don't, you know, Kansas City's been, you know, within the last three weeks, four weeks, we haven't seen, you know, the team that we all expected to see, you know, the Super Bowl team from last year. We're not the explosiveness. Um, they've been in some tight games here recently. I think they rebound in this game. I don't think it's going to be close. I think they double them up. I think. I got Kansas City 42 to 22. It's not even close. Matt? Yeah, I got Kansas City winning this one 27 to 13. I just don't think uh, Denver's got anything for them. Kansas City's going to – they're going to come out and show a little bit more than what they – I think it's going to be more of the Pat Mahomes show than it is uh, with the running game. And, yeah, not, not, not really too much else to say on this one other than just, <laughs> Kansas City just, just getting it done. Kansas City getting it done. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely do too. Uh, when you have the 32nd offense and the 31st passing, or I'm sorry, the 32nd offense, the 32nd pass offense, and the 31st rushing offense, you're not going to do a whole lot. Uh, Locks not in sync yet. Uh, Lindsay, have, getting Lindsay back is a nice addition. Uh, so you do have Lindsay and Gordon, kind of that one-two combination. But they're going to have to run this ball the entire game and have really good clock management in order to even be, keep it close. I think they do a, a decent job, but at the end of the day, Kansas City kind of you know does what Kansas City does, and that is when they win 35-10 to 10, uh, Kansas City. Moving to 820, we have Tampa Bay at the Las Vegas Raiders. Tampa Bay beating the crap out of uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers last week. And Vegas coming off a bye week, but the week before that, beating Kansas City. So they still are riding pretty high over there in Vegas. Uh, Bobby, give us the spread, and then Matt, does Vegas get it done? Love this game. Matt, let us start with this, though. Tampa's um, going to Sin City. Favored by two and a half. I love this game. It's going to be awesome. I, I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, I think John Gruden. I don't think you you're going to be able to get him more fired up than you are going to get him on that Sunday, man. Yes. I All think right. he's going to be that. That's what he freaking lives for, man. Is oh, it's the it's Tom Brady on the oh oh against my former team that I could the Buccaneers. Oh my God! Yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome. I I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna, I think they're gonna pull off the win, man. I had them winning thirty-four to thirty-one. Yeah. And some crazy, crazy, weird something's gonna happen. I don't know. It's gonna be a punt return, or there's gonna might be an onside kick that that changes the game. It's gonna be something weird. John Gruden's got something up his sleeve. Uh, I can't wait for that to to watch that game. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm with you 100%. This game's dope. Rematch the 2002 Super Bowl. Like you said, Gruden won the Super Bowl against his former team at the time, the Oakland Raiders. Now he is the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders going against one of the GOATs in Tom Brady against uh, his, like you said, former team. Man, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, I think Tampa goes in and gets it done, though. I think uh, 
they they're finding that they are a lot better than they think. Uh, Tampa Bay is you know four and two. Obviously, they are a decent team. They have the number three ranked defense in the league, man. That defense really stepped up last week and proved they're here to play. Uh, the Raiders, you got to keep in mind too, and I know that this hasn't been talked about a whole lot, especially by us. But the Raiders had Trent Brown go on a potential COVID. I believe he went on COVID list, and he they had to send the entire offensive line home just as a just to be careful as for caution so the like that whole offensive unit offensive line unit at least did not get to get out they didn't get to practice um i think that makes a difference at the end of the day and tampa bay steals it another close one for me in this one 31 28 bucks get it done over the raiders bobby break the tie again nope vegas baby vegas, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know I love my Huskies, man. They got a good will linebacker. <laughs> yes. Man, this game's going to be a really close game right here. I'll tell you what, man. I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a do- decent day. I see Henry Ruggs having a nice little play. It's going to be, to me, the game of the week. I'm calling it out right now. I think this game is going to be determined uh, late with a bad, uh, with a turnover. I got my man Corey Littleton, the uh, linebacker for um, the Raiders, um, making a big-time pick on Tom Brady. I got Vegas from this game, 23 to 20. Let's game of the week. Let's go. Yes. Vegas beating Brady. This is going to – that is such an, a, a good game, man. Uh, they nailed that primetime game, I'll tell you what. Uh, going to – go hey, ahead. Hey, hey, that, that, Raider, that Raider Nation is going to be pumped up if they win this game right now, man. Oh, they're they're going to be absolutely wild if they win this game. You will not – that New Vegas fan, fandom, man. We'll see. Chicago at the Rams. Uh, Chicago – Man, we, every week we want to go against them. Um, I didn't last week, and thankfully it paid off for me in that one, so thanks. But, uh, yeah, Chicago taking on the Rams 5-1 and one versus 4-2. and two. The Rams, uh, they take a loss to the 49ers, a division rival, so that was definitely a herder for them. Uh, Bobby, give us a spread and lead us off into Monday night. Yeah, so uh, Rams are favored by 7.5 in this against Chicago. I mean, to me, that was kind of a spread. I thought I was predicting kind of like a 5.5, but uh, they're giving 7.5. You know, uh, to the Rams. Uh, post game, um, I really don't have much to say about this. I think that the Rams are going to be uh, back on track after a loss this week. Um, I like Chicago, obviously, a lot right now. They're, um, are they leading right now in the division? If I am correct or no? Tied with Green Bay. They're tied with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a war. Not much to really say about this. I think it's going to be a back and forth game. It's going to be. Um, not explosive, uh, more field goals and touchdowns. So that's why I have it 25 to 22 LA Rams. 25 22 LA Rams. Matt, what you got? Yeah, I got the Rams winning 24 23. I hate this Bears team. I keep saying it. Their defense is extremely good. I, I, I'll admit it, but I hate everything about them, man. I hate everything about them. They're ugly. They should have, again, for the millionth time, little should have lost at least their first three games. Get out of here, man. I'm, I'm over it. They need to lose. They need the to lose, he says. Well, I got to agree with you guys. I'm going with the Rams, too. Um, <laughs> if we take all pure statistics out of the equation, I need the Rams to lose like anything else, and they're going to continue to win because of that. So that right out the gate gets you a win in my book. Uh, after that, uh, I mean, look, this team's got, they've got a good offense. Woods is emerging as a superstar. And if not getting close to being in the consideration for a top five, uh, wide receiver, he's definitely in the top 10. I think that goes without a doubt. Um, Aaron Donald on the defensive side, Jalen Ramsey shutting down 
uh Allen robinson that's that's done so you don't get him and that takes a lot of your opportunities away and, and if that's the case it is what it is hey two jags going at it wouldn't you know from another jag passing it to him so uh yeah i got the rams in this one getting it done uh 24 to 17 rams that's our uh that's our picks guys that's that's through monday night let's roll back around we got one more to do book it with bobby uh bobby you man uh what, what about what about our locks though oh yeah we gotta get locks wow. we gotta get locks. hey hold on uh are you guys watching this on tv right now i don't even know what i'm watching this it's a some award show uh, no oh lord have mercy uh i don't even know who these people are on my television that are singing right now but jesus christ anyway i'm sorry man I, i'm all distracted right now I, I'm just, I don't know just turn on your tvs if you can if you got one right near you I don't, i'm on paramount network i don't even know what, what are you doing <laughs> it's, oh it's, it's at the bottom it says cmt awards okay so country country music awards but all right, i'm sorry guys I'm, I'm way off topic here that's see just, what you're talking wow. about. I'm moving on. Anyway, um, anyway. Yep. So going back to it, Bobby, you're right. We went way <laughs> off track there. Let's get our locks, then we'll book it with Bobby, and then we'll get to what's grinding Matt's gears, which obviously is not CMT awards. Um, <laughs> well, I've got my gears grinding right now. I can tell you that much. All right, Jesus Bobby, so do you want me to read off your locks? Please. Yes, yeah. sir. You have Buffalo, or you cannot pick, excuse me, Buffalo, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Arizona, Minnesota, or Miami. All right. So, um, my lock of the week, baby, is Dallas. Ooh. Dallas. Beat the Washington Football Club for team. What is it called now? The team. Team. Yeah. Yep. I got Dallas. The Washington football team. Bobby, bold statement there with Dallas as his lock in in the rivalry game. Uh, Matt, what you got? All right, I gotta you got you gotta start going to me first on these locks, man. This is like the third week in a row, dude. Just not, take fourth it. week in a row. I feel like you guys keep picking, and I don't <laughs> even get a chance. And I, I got a switch right now. I got a switch. I had Dallas. But you know what? I'm going to the game right underneath that. The Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets. There I haven't go. I haven't picked there Buffalo yet. I haven't picked Buffalo yet. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Buffalo. And uh, damn you, Bobby. <laughs> we'll see if uh, Bobby saved or hurt Matt in this so one. We can't, so our locks, we can only use them once, right? Yep, yeah, once so, you use it, that's right. it. So you got to kind of choose wisely on some and of these. I, started back at, I think I started back at zero. I think Matt's – Matt, you're what? You're undefeated right now. He's six and zero. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm taking Kansas City, guys. I haven't used Kansas City yet, and uh, a lot of the other games I'm so on the line about. I can't afford to lose another one right now, so I need a pick me up game, and I hope that Kansas City can do that for me because if they lose here, I'm gonna be as upset as the Cleveland Browns will be if they lose versus Cincinnati. So uh, <laughs> give me Kansas City as my lock. And then let's move back up to Buffalo. Matt's luck to hear a book it with Bobby as he picks the spread of the week. Yeah. So um, book it with Bobby's going with this uh, this Buffalo Jets game. You know, um, you know the Jets are going to eventually, you know, um, upset somebody, and they're going to have a win. I don't think they're going to go almost 16. They're sure looking like it. I'm not saying, you know, uh, Adam Gates should be fired, 
I mean, he should have already been fired. Right now they're on a right now they're on pace to be outscored by more points than any other team in the NFL history. And they've also their only team in the NFL this year that, that's been shut out. Um, unfortunately, when your highlight of your season, you know, comes from a guy that intercepted a ball, you know, by his butt. Did you see that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that pretty much that pretty much sums up the Giants entire year right now. I mean, it was a hell of an interception, but if that's your highlight, um, I don't know what to say. Bills, you know, had a, a tough loss last week, but they get back on track and the Jets continue the road to the Trevor Lawrence um, sweepstakes. To me, this one's not even close, man. Book it with Bobby. You can sell your wife. You can sell your life. Don't sell your uh, anything else. I got Buffalo. <laughs> a half points. Bills win 13. Covering that 10 points there you go bobby's got him covering this week versus the jets that being the buffalo bills and now we move on from what is a certain lock to what we never know uh matt what's grinding your gears bro oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy uh man it started out with uh, uh the dolphins with the, the, the whole Tua situation i mean that that oh, whole yeah. thing but then you know what I was like, that that's kind of easy, and even when I'm getting ready to go out, it's kind of easy, but it gets me fired up, and I'm talking about these trade rumors about my boy Julio Jones. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about that nonsense, man. You can trade Matt Ryan. You can trade anybody else. I don't even give a shit. You can get get rid of them all for a cold turkey sandwich and, and, and a and a stepped-on bag of potato Y'all chips. hire Bill O'Brien? I don't give a damn. <laughs> I want Julio, 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 Julio. Yes. He's going to. He's going to stay on the Falcons, man. I, 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 that's my guy. Uh, he's the GOAT, in my opinion. And uh, I don't care what anybody says. I, I hope – I really, really hope that's the last person we get rid of, man. Because it doesn't matter if we get a, a young quarterback in. He's still going to need somebody to throw to. I know we got Ridley. But to have both of those guys, uh, I, it would be it would be insane. Uh, oh, get out of here, man, all these trade rumors. Stop it. Nonsense. Nonsense. They ain't trading Julio. They're not trading. They ain't having him this year. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and And in my opinion, like Bobby said earlier, they've got some winnable games coming up, and and Raheem Morris is not going to be the coach of the future for this team. I I think – I mean, I think that at least. Like you said, Matt, they will play for him, so he probably will retain at least the coordinator spot, in my opinion, or he deserves to uh, if he keeps this team winning like that. Um but yeah, man, I I think Atlanta is gonna. While I don't think they're going to the playoffs, I think they'll kind of be one of them, you know, six and ten teams or seven and nine, something like that. And you're like, damn, if we would have just like last year, if we would have just had a better start. And I think that's what it's gonna come down to again. But yeah, Julio ain't going nowhere, man. He's a, got, he's a Falcon for life. I got a bold prediction right here as far as when it comes to the future of a Falcons right here. Ooh. I really truly believe that Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for Kansas City, is going to be like I don't know if you guys heard the rumors about what the players for the Cowboys were saying about the coaching staff, all that. Um, this guy needs to be a head coach and head coach very soon. And I could see him going somewhere. Obviously, offensive coordinator mind um, going to. I would love to see him. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think Jerry's going to get rid of you know. Um, the staff that we got going on right now, but um, the enemy would be a really good fit to me in um, Atlanta or Dallas or whoever that needs the next head coach. 
Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit just about anywhere right now. I, I think he. I don't know I how he didn't that. get picked up last year, honestly. I would love that. Yeah, he's a great offense. Yeah, with a lot of talent too, man. Without a doubt, without a doubt, this dude's a beast. Um, and and he will prove so wherever he decides to go in the future because we know he's going to have a job in the very, 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 very near future. All right, guys. And just, uh, go ahead. Just, and, just, and just to clarify, though, Bobby's book it was. Um, Buffalo covering. Yes, I think I, I think I missed that. I think I went backwards on that. We all know what I meant. That I'm not picking the Jets in a game to cover. Uh, period. <laughs> I am not Jets do anything right now. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's a game I believe I had them getting shut out for the second week in a row. So, yeah. But the way the way Bobby's book has been going right now, shit, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets get their yeah, because the the Giants won last week, but you didn't cover, correct? No, 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 I didn't cover. I think it was like one and a half. I lost it by a half point or a point. Yeah. yeah so you fell to two. Yeah, you're two and four on the year, buddy. We gotta. You're on a four oh, game four. skid, bro. We gotta get this going. Um, yeah, I gotta do some pickups or something. Why don't you go ahead and get us going right now with a bold prediction? I I know you gave us one earlier, but I, I, what's your bold prediction for this weekend? My bold prediction is that Pittsburgh defense, they're playing Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're gonna hold Derrick Henry. To under 50 yards rushing. Ooh. You heard it here first. Oh, let me get this next. Let me get this. Go next. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have Derrick Henry having 150 rushing yards and 50 receiving yards and at least two total touchdowns in this game. Oh, my. Boom. There we go. <laughs> so let me just tell you right now. I hope Matt's right because I got him in fantasy and I'm playing your pops this weekend. So, I, Matt, I hope you're right. I hope you're really right. I hope he goes off, but I also have Pitt's defense. So I'm in a, I'm, you know, I'm in a bad position. But that's not that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, hey, man, bull prediction. Justin Herbert has his first 400-yard game. Uh, throws for over 400 yards on Jacksonville's defense. They get, you know, they annihilate them. Like I said earlier, uh, Herbert, another big game, proves why he should be a starter going forward. All the love in the world for Tyrod, but Herbert is this is Herbert's uh, team now, man. He's gonna go out there and prove it. A lot of going against my team this week, and I'm not a fan of it, guys. But I gotta be real. I keep it real. I'm the realest fan you'll ever meet. I swear to God. <laughs> no, no, you are, man. There's no question about that, bro. There's no question about that. So let's. Do you want to do some updates here with the fantasy league before you we? You know uh... it. I was heading straight to it, my friend. So hey, we just talked about it. Your pops has got. A, he is alone in first place at five and one, man. I know he's feeling good about that. You were telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, he's looking good right now. He's looking solid, man. But hey, man, you you popped into the top five, bro. Three and three, you were at five hundred again, back inside the top five. Uh, West Downs, Fredericksburg football team is in fourth at four and two. I'm third at four and two, and Dak Lives Matter, Robbie Golden, he is uh he's second place at four and two as well. So we got a three way tie for four and two. Matt, <sighs> he's just man, I, I love you, bro. You're my brother, but you can't catch a break this season in fantasy. I mean, you could. <laughs> You can't catch a break at all, my friend. Nah, man. It, it's been a uh, very, very disappointing season. Uh, lost four straight in a row here. Um, yeah, very, just very disappointed. Not much to say. I'm, I'm hurting. You got I need a running back. You got Logan this weekend, who uh, he listens to every podcast, man. Uh, I mean, what's your feelings going into this game? I mean, they got him seventy thirty right now. Yeah, shout out to Logan. Uh, yeah, nah, not looking good, brother. Again with uh, 
Barkley, you know, go down early. Uh, I've, I've missed out on DeAndre Swift uh, the past two weeks, and he had like 22 points playing y'all. Yep. Uh, the, the Lions against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week and mm-hmm. missed out on that. And, yeah, man, it's not looking good at all. Hey, uh, yeah, bro. Go ahead. Like, bro, like, I drafted Michael Thomas number one, <laughs> and I'm fucking right now. He has one fantasy point this year. Is this guy, guy going to be? Is this guy gonna play anymore this year? Like, like, what's what's up with Michael Thomas? He got a fight last week. I know he was injured. Like, Charles got me one point. Well, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, from all I see, he's uh, he's going to be playing this week. I, I see nothing. I mean, if they're holding him out for week five for disciplinary reasons, they're not going to – I mean, he, he's good to go. They have him listed right now as questionable with his ankle, but still. I think he's going to be a – I think he's going to be a definite start this weekend. Wes, Wes, what's the name of your team in our league? Shark Week. Like, you're sitting at three, four and two. I'm three and three. Yeah. And Matt, Matt, what are you? You're Dubai. You're I'm, I'm in ninth place, brother. He's got that's the T.O. with the crying that's face. If that's not that's what it, boy, if that's not man, how he feels right boy. now, that's that's it. Yeah, that crying T.O. Yeah, that's that's me screaming. That's my that's my wide receiver, man. That's Julio, man. That's it. That's it. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, this is this is really tight still though. I mean, it's still anybody's game. You know, Mac can get roll off a couple wins, sneak into the playoffs. It's a whole new thing, man. Uh, that's all it takes, man. Just getting a little winning streak, man. That's all it is. Hit it at the right time. We'll see what you guys do. But uh, hey, guys, fifty episodes. I look forward to the next fifty and beyond. Yeah, good deal, good deal, man. It's been been awesome. Uh, hope we can do, you know. A lot more than just 50, so. Hell yeah. Every day. Every All you can do is go, go up from here, man. Congrats, guys, man. Yeah, man. Uh, well, for Bobby, Matt, I'm Wes, and as always, thanks for listening to The Extra Point. One more time. Y'all Tuesday, yeah. boom.